Hello and welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Uh, looking forward to uh, giving you a good path podcast today. Uh, we chat about a little bit about the Winter Olympics, uh, some news about uh, things that have been going on of late, also uh, what we got up to last weekend and uh, what gigs are coming up this weekend. Uh, plenty of music for you. Then we're going to kick the show off with a track by uh, one of the acts playing at Glastonbury Calling this year. They're called Fangs of the Dodo and this is Hung by a Thread. Uh, kicked off the show with uh, Hung by a Thread by Fangs of the Dodo. And here I am with Jem. Uh, hi, Jem. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, not heard of Fangs of the Dodo. Tell me a bit about them. Oh, they're a rock band that uh, Max booked because uh, on, oh. on uh, for Glastonbury calling uh, because on the Friday night, I let him book all the acts. Well, I say let him, uh, I asked him to book all the acts, so uh, he was chuffed a bit. So that's why we've got a really, really good rock lineup and um, uh, at Glastonbury calling on the Friday night because he's got really, really good collect- connections. And uh, uh, Mother Vulture also booked a really, really good band. So um, yeah, I went to his rock night on last Saturday at the King Arthur, and uh, yeah, it was really good. It was absolutely ram-packed. It was really he does a brilliant job of getting people in. Yeah, no, I saw the photographs that was going on social media, and uh, it's just like old times, isn't it? 
Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it was such a good crowd, really good atmosphere. Uh, they did a great job there, nice, nice event. And um, yeah, I mean, all credit. And I'm really chuffed that Max has booked uh, the Friday at the King Arthur. So uh, hopefully we'll get a similar crowd in there because I think, um, y you know, the quality acts that he books that are rock acts are, are brilliant. And uh, yeah, there was some good stuff there on, on Saturday night. So uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. And a perfect venue as well for it, out the back, so that people can come and drink in the pub if they want to. Yeah. Or, or get a Glastonbury recording ticket and see the music. And actually, both really work really well together, even if you're not necessarily going in for music. You can still have a good chat uh, and just be jealous of, of what you're missing out. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, did you get up too much last weekend then? Well, you know what I say every week. Do I really remember what I've done? No, I don't, you don't I, remember. I don't remember. It's. Uh, I think it was house stuff. Um, I think we went for. I think we went to the pub. Um, and you think you went to the pub? That must yeah. be a good good time at the I pub. I don't drink a lot anymore. It. The thing is, you know, everything for me is now kind of imagination or or. or um, fear that I'm, this isn't going to be good for me. So it's, everything's really changed. You know, in the old days, we'd all go out for curries, knock yeah. it back with a few pints, and my ageing stomach just doesn't like it. It's kind of rebelling against me. My stomach is the Billy, Billy Bragg of the stomach world. It's saying, no, we're not having this, and it just goes on a protest. Uh, so I have to watch myself a bit these days. Having said that, I've, I'm rather partial to a bit of stout. And I find that, for mm. my sake, I think that's rather settling. So a few yeah. points that will be okay. So I think we went to the pub. Oh, yeah. And then I went to the recycling centre to clear out some stuff in the garden. So it's a very domesticated weekend, really. Nothing yeah. exciting to report, really. We're not having a good time domesticated. Our, our, wa our hot water, for some reason, is not reaching upstairs. So uh, if we need a bath, we've got a lot. I've got to carry it up in buckets. So I'm getting quite fit now. You know, it's a good bit of exercise. It's a lot good. We're waiting for the plumber to come uh, to try and sort it all out. But uh, yeah, it's not that great at the moment. It doesn't sound very good. It sounds like you're kind of uh, trying to get a part in uh, like BBC Victorian times of uh, the chain, chamber pot under the bed. Have you got that going no, now No, no, well? no. I, I feel like I'm in the old it's a knockouts carrying all these buckets <laughs> of water up and down, you know. Uh, <laughs> Ian Sans Frontier. Yeah. Just on Frontier. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, um, uh, it's not fun. I'm no, not, it can't be. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it. So you've got uh, nothing at all? You've not got a shower or... No, no, no hot water's getting upstairs. It, gets, it comes to... It's fine. Tap downstairs. Yeah. But in the, in the sink, it's not getting to the sink. It's not getting to the bath. Tap. Okay. So let me just ask you this question. Do you ever recycle your clothes if you're going out to work and just spray, spray it with a Febreze or a smelly subject, substance to keep your clothes smelling nice? No, I change uh, clothes every day. Yeah, well, sometimes I used to do that. I'd just give myself a bit of Febreze if I couldn't be bothered. Wouldn't it be good if you just sprayed yourself? Don't have a shower. Just spray yourself when you're automatically clean is where I'm going with this conversation. Yeah, we're straining outside at the moment. I can just stand <laughs> outside with a bar of soap. Think yeah, have, a bit right. of have a few roses above you so you get the, the nice bit of perfume from a flower and you can have different flowers each day dropping its scent on you. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, we'll have a go at We'll have a go at that. I don't want my, what my neighbours would do if I was like showering naked in the rain outside. It's probably not a good look. It's a great title for a song, though, Naked in the Rain, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that probably is. Okay, <laughs> well, as soon as you talk about playing a song now, I'm going to play one. Uh, this is a new track sent in to us by a, a band uh, from Wiltshire called Float Like Candy. And uh, it's a track called Diplocks. Gentlemen, welcome to Diplos. So 
Okay, a uh, new track there, there by The Reams. Uh, you do not need to tell me. Uh, looking forward to having them at Glastonbury calling. Uh, Joe, it'd be really, really good. Uh, and I think Billy Shinbone's playing a lot along with him as well on that day. So uh, that'd be really good. Yeah, um, as always, uh, you've got a great selection of music coming your way. Uh, do, you, do you feel that more music is coming out now? We're heading into spring and... Uh, there's a slight bit, bit of cautious optimism going on at the moment. Do you feel more music is going to be available over the coming months? Yeah, I know. I, I feel like um, all this stuff, what we're doing now, is yeah, looking at uh, all the stuff for the Brit Awards uh, the other day and what was on it, I feel that like everything we're doing now is called underground because like, even, even their nominations for rock and indie weren't rock or indie at all they're all very very mainstream and pretty dull they weren't like rock rock in alternative acts at all so um you know i think i think think... anything anything with an electric guitar now is going to be called uh uh going to be called underground (laughs) yeah the mobos are pretty good because they always have uh different sort of categories and it's kind of a head it's kind of trending you know with grime and sort of hip-hop and, yeah. and you've got international music. I think the problem with the Brits, I've got two things. Do I like it? No. My no. my kids went to it and they had a really good time uh, at the event where they mixed different artists singing together. I don't know. I'm not a big fan, but at the same time, if it's getting people interested in music, even if it's music that we may not necessarily play ourselves... Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm it, not it's okay, saying really, that. Isn't it? I'm, but I'm just saying that what they call rock, because they have a rock alternative category there now because they've changed they've got rid of the gender ones because 
um, Sam Smith last year, which was absolutely brilliant. Uh, he said, well, you know, I don't know what to declare myself as um, gender neutral. So, uh, so they got rid of the gender categories. And then, you know, but the rock, the rock um, alternative one, the new one that they introduced hasn't got, apart from Wolf Alice, the rest of them weren't really rock or alternative acts at all. Yeah, but I think that that's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, you, you know, the trouble with the Brits, it's who decides the categories and which acts apply. And I think yeah, those people cool. involved in the nominations are probably either coming from the mainstream of music listeners. And, you know, that's fine hats off to anybody listening to music regardless. But I think it. I think it's fallen behind. It's not trending anymore. Did the Brits ever trend? No. Uh, and no, the problem no, no, is with no it, You've got people of a certain age, which probably is like me, uh, coming up with these categories. Whereas, you know, a lot of young people in the rock genre and, you know, global beats that goes on, it's just not ever reaching the Brits. There's so yeah, many yeah. British acts that could be featured on it. You know, even it's like Dakar Audio Club that we spoke about the other week. You know, why yeah. shouldn't they be nominated? You know, it's no, just no, not no. it's not capturing the mainstream of indie underground music. It's just mainstream stuff that's probably been regurgitated from sort of 20 years ago. Hey, yeah, I'm just, I, I need a step ladder to get off the horse. Yeah, get off the horse. A anyway, uh, yeah, you know, you know, we spoke um, a few months ago about SWX uh, mm. got burnt down. Mm. Um, it, I mean, I was, I was just like reading back about, because I heard someone say about, oh, an act might be playing there in the summer or whatever. And I thought, oh, I'll have a look, see if it's opening up, because there was one or two gigs booked. When I was looking, I, I learned on the news, it's been like news articles, proper news articles out there, uh, why it burnt down. And I'm amazed there was nothing on the national news about it. There was, there was a chap uh, called Owen Marshall. This has all gone through court. The guy's been convicted, so it's not like hearsay. Um, he set fire to the SWX, threatened arson at Lakota and warned Bristol Mayor Marvin Reeves he aimed to send out a message. Um, it was all to do with the, he, he, he disagreed with um, the COVID safety measures coming in and uh, he, he threatened the venues that if they were to introduce COVID passports or thought about COVID passports, he was going to burn them down. So that's what he, he set fire to SWX he sent a message to Lakota. He sent a, he, he, he messaged the mayor to say he'd done this as a protest and also he put a brick through the window of the hen and chicken in Bristol. So it's just absolutely bonkers. And, and he, get, he ended up going to court in December and uh, he admitted to everything he did. Uh, and he ended up getting six months, six, sorry, six months, six years in prison for uh, endangerment of life uh, by starting fire. And I'm like, how come I never saw that on the, there was, wasn't even on the national news. I never even saw it locally. It was only because I was just flicking through trying to find something about when SWX was opening again. I found all that out. It's like mad. They're probably uh, just having to get through all the, the, the evidence. So they couldn't name anything, but I didn't know that. I knew about the fire. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the thing is, it's such an own goal how people have so many uh, opinions and, and everyone's yeah. entitled to an opinion. But when you then create an act like that, the only thing you're doing is regardless of whatever your opinion is, it's not actually helping music and live music, is it? You're, you're no, actually no, no. scoring a huge own goal. I mean, it's, it's almost like we talk about football occasionally where, the, you know, the fans at the Euros of the final last year. So all it's done, it's stopped a potential World Cup bit because who would give the, you know, the World Cup or the Euros necessarily yeah. even to, to the English FA or the Irish FA in the combat bid. And all this is doing, so whatever that person thinks, you've just taken away a venue that is supporting live music. You know, yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh, but the other the other thing I I, I, um, I found out reading the article, they, 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 um, they're planning on, you know, they're reinvesting and redoing the venue and... and uh, the people who run the venue own a lot of music venues, including the electric, um, whatever it is at Camden. Electric ballroom. Uh, electric ballroom. Yeah. Camden, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, they run electric. So, you know, they're, they're definite 
you know, music and venue orientated people that own own these things. So, you know, hopefully, yeah, uh, you know, with with the way they are, it'd be sort of sort of. I, more I think I think the thing about the SWX, um, it's a live venue. I've only been there once. I saw Baxter Jury there, uh, and. You know, I didn't know it was owned by the Electric Ball. And I can tell, it, I didn't feel I was in Bristol when I went to that thing. No, it felt no. a little bit soulless. You had to create conversations with people. Yeah. Uh, the way that you stand, there's no interaction. And that particular gig, there were people talking around us when, when Baxter was playing. He's great live. Yeah, um, yeah. And normally a Bristol audience, in fact, West Country audiences, you know, this is the place to be, I think, for live music. Because... The, the, wherever you go to a live gig in the west of England and Cornwall, you will get a, a, a knowledgeable people into music that supports the venue and supports the acts that they see and reverence to the musicians. They'll cheer at the end of it, dance and do whatever, but they are they show respect to the audience. I didn't feel felt I had that when I went to HWX, no. um, but it's a music venue and anything that keeps music live, you know. No, I've I've been yeah. there a few times and yeah. you're right, but it's a really good sound in there and it's good. That, but the beer's rubbish in there, but you know they need <laughs> yeah. to sort that out. They do well. That's another way with the beer is my my favourite venue, which is a bit too small for me to go at the moment. It's Fetler. The beer's rubbish there as well. Just a no, great beer, venue. Last time I went, the beer was quite good. They had um, uh, went, but that was. Yeah, obviously before lockdown, uh, yeah. but um, you know they had a couple of good craft beers on, so wasn't bad. Uh, okay, uh, I'll play another track now. Uh, this is by Hoodoo Blue, uh, our good friend Missy's in a band, and let me in. Thank you. 
Yeah, double there of uh, Axe playing Glass Recalling. Uh, that was Brave Ones and Afflicted. Uh, I was talking to the singer of that the other day, and uh, he's really looking forward to Glass Recalling. And, uh, of course, Missy is in Hoodoo Blue. Um, yeah, uh, another bit of news I heard the other day. Um, uh, Michael Evis did an interview on uh, BBC um, uh, Somerset, and um, he was talking about this event that was meant to be back in September that obviously didn't go ahead. Uh, the, the Glastonbury one day uh, event and the, 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 the band that they had lined up head like that was the Foo Fighters. I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, that's something that's come out that uh, no one knew about. So, um, well, they're um, they, do you remember that gig at the Cheese and Grain in Froome? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and everyone was talking about it. And who was it? Someone, it was a band, wasn't it? Do you remember the story? It's another story we're talking about from Glastonbury Festival. They were, yeah. they were outside, they got into the gig. Who was oh, that? yeah, yeah. Who were the, do you remember the band? Yeah, that was, um, oh, that, yeah, I knew that was, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a local lads from Glastonbury. They yeah, we out. need we need a memory refresh. They were just playing outside. They yeah, were playing outside, memory. and the band got to hear about it because they were entertaining as people were queuing up. And in the end, they got like uh, almost like a press pass to get into the gig themselves. And I thought yeah, that was yeah. a, that was a really great story. Yeah, well, obviously, Foo Fighters are love yeah, playing know. the West Country as well. Yeah, I know, I know. You've been watching any of the Winter Olympics uh, while we're yeah, about? sort of. I mean, again, I'm. I, 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 every time we meet up on on the Glastonbury Calling podcast, I get what I call grumpy pants. It's not really grumpy because I don't really get grumpy. I'm just a bit annoyed that the broadcasting is going with the Discovery or Disney channels, and we don't yeah, have yeah. a UK. I don't mind which UK channel has it that can give it. You can pick and choose, so you're getting like highlight snippets. It's almost like listening to a, a one track rather than a, a, an album. That's how I see it. So it's really, really yeah, hard to get into it. But I, the thing I, I, I did watch was yeah. the uh, last night, actually, was the 17-year-old Scott doing the uh, skiing uh, downhill free freestyle. Gosh, did yeah, you see that yeah. last night? That yeah. I really... So I was really into that. Where they, and there was one uh, woman, I think, from France, um, who did it without any poles so she's kind of coming off a ski jump and they do a look catapults yeah, in the air yeah. and they're doing it they're going down the they're going down the slope backwards really yeah. exciting and the other thing i really am enjoying and love it is snowboarding it's one of those things if i had strong enough ankles and i was 20 i'd love to give them that a go so yes i'm enjoying that yeah. i am getting into it now no, I, think. No, I think a little of that people you know, you know i'm not not knocking you for it but but i think it's a little bit of like i've uh, feeling a bit privilege to see everything all that's on so we can pick and choose because it it was only a f started really in 2012 that uh, at london 2012 uh, because it was our olympics they put it on loads of channels for us to see and um we got a bit of that in in in, in 2016 as well um but you know always before that you would just have the one channel or two channels showing it and uh, because that was all they were capable of all of with the technology so it was always that way beforehand yeah uh, no, no i i agree but uh, you know, and, I, and i think a lot of the commentators that are used on you know the bbc and itv uh, yeah. are, are great you, you know i've just really enjoyed watching the africa cup of nations and there's been some really great presenters yeah. i struggle with this kind of global thing that you get an american organization which then the BBC or ITV buy the rights from them and they then decide what can be shown on, 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 on you know, in Europe. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not easy with it. But having said that, my knowledge of Winter Olympics is so poor that the way it's laid out, actually, I, I am enjoying, like you do, to explore different sort of sports. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I am really looking forward to Cool Runnings 2 in the no, I... Winter Olympics, the, the Jamaican bobsleigh team. But Can't I love all, all the just like bonkers stuff people do. Like they ski down, they have races downhill against each other, you know, four in a row on snowboards, on skis. They're doing all these mad jumps, uh, jumping off a big board and jumping 100 metres or so. It's like just crazy, 
stuff, you know, it's just mad. It, it, I, think, I then, think the best the best thing for me, sorry to interrupt, was that yesterday yeah. I saw a couple of things on Winter Olympics and there was this, uh, and I think it's fantastic, I'm loving this, is that there was an American man who has married a Russian woman and is representing Russia uh, or the Russian Olympic yeah, Committee, yeah. as they're called, rock. So there's a bit of rock for Max there. A bit of rock. And then there was a American woman who is now representing China. And I quite like, like this mixing up of nationalities. That They were great to watch, yeah, um, yeah. but I just think it just shakes it all up a little bit. Uh, um, yeah, I am getting into it. I'm looking forward to the snowboarding and the races. I saw that that you were talking about. Was um, Could you do it? Did you ever ski? Oh no, no, no! I no, no, no I, 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 I wouldn't have had enough money to do it, even if I wanted. Yeah, me too. I only went once on a school trip, and I never had the money to do it after that. But yeah, yeah, no, and also I think the competitors are really, you know, they're really lovely. They're, um, you know, they're really enthusiastic, and they're there, and they seem to be looking out for each other. Um, there's, I can't remember because I think Muir was a Scottish 17 year old, and she's yeah. brilliant. And then the other professionals came over to sort of, you know, sort of wrap wrap their arms around her because she she had to go for broke in her last jump and then fell over, so she kind of didn't hit didn't hit any points. Uh, but I just think everyone's so nice. I like the Olympic spirit. I'm not sure about the television. Yeah, I know. I know it was like they're just tough as nails. Some of these people on the, you know, it was watching the ones where they're racing down the hill against each other. Where there, there was two in the race and they were all going through a slalom, and, and I saw this, that. Yeah, and, and this French girl went over, and she got back up, got to the bottom, and she she went on the floor, held her hand. Oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. Got to the bottom, and she was obviously in a lot of pain while she was in there. And she turns to the camera in French and says, "Oh, it's just a bruise." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, fair play to her. Oh yeah. God. So they're tough, 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 tough as old boots, really. All right, uh, I'm going to play a bit of Bob Galley now. Uh, this is uh, Singing with the Buddha, and he will be playing at King Arthur on Sunday evening as part of their Sunday sessions. Sitting at the bar, drinking from the fountain, in walks a man built like a mountain. So, son, play me a tune. That strange kind of behavior He said, I'm here to save you Sure you ain't lost your way Oh, nothing can save me now I'm looking for a sign somehow But I'm singing with the Buddha Singing with the Buddha I could have had some follow the light. Oh, there's gotta be something more. I know I'm looking for another door. He says, Son, just follow the light. Oh, nothing can save me now. I'm looking for a sign somehow. Strange kind of behavior He 
said, I'm here to save you. Sure, you ain't lost your way. Oh, sure, it's gonna change now. was the liabilities ad my old friends uh song i used to sing actually called headbanger very short and sweet uh and and uh just over a minute long and uh they're playing as part of a punk night uh the king arthur as well on a saturday night um great stuff there uh, along with uh virus cos and uh sfa so um yeah free punk gig on on saturday night down there so, um, yeah, might get down to that. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to see. Well, especially with my old friends. But prob- we're off to the theatre on Saturday. So, um, uh, you know. Honestly, you, you, you culture kingfishers. Yeah. I'm not going to call you a vulture because, you, you know, you're a kingfisher. You're flying neatly down the stream with your beautiful plumage, heading into the theatre. This is getting a bit of a habit for, for no, you. No, I am well, yeah, we. Had, you were yeah, in we, London on on, a, on the past podcast. You're telling us about your London theatre. Yeah, you yeah. What are you going to say? Oh, we, we, I, I can't even pronounce it. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you more. I'll tell you all about it next week because uh, it's one of Karen's favourite actors as well. So Where I'll tell are you, you all about it? it's uh, the old Vic in Bristol. So okay. I've heard that it's really good. So I want to sort. I've talked about the whole experience there because uh, a lot <laughs> Did, of people have told me. Uh, it's, they had all, a lot of renovations there. Um, has it got uh, Mark Ryland in it? Yeah, yeah, it has got Mark Ryland. Yeah, we were talking about it last week yeah, with Ros- yeah. Ros's friends down in Dorset, and uh, we've had the same conversation. It does sound very good, and from yeah. those that were talking about it, they said it's amazing. So I think you're in for yeah. a treat. I'm quite jealous, actually. It yeah, in- it's the do- yeah. doctor, and it begins with Z, 
that's half the reason I can't. It's like a funny name. I can't pronounce it. I look at it. So I want to see the play and find out how to pronounce it before I even attempt to have a go at it. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. That's on Saturday. So, um, and then on Friday, we've got um, uh, the gig on that we're, we're putting on. Um, part of Glassbury Calling, sort of helping venues with Funkinsteins and uh, Zanny. And uh, Zanny's doing an album launch as well that day. So, um, uh, you know, he'll bring a lot, he'll bring a few of his friends down because it's uh, his, his brand new album that comes out next Monday. So, um, you know, uh, so we'll be playing uh, loads of tracks off that. So it's quite a bit more upbeat album. It sounds really good, actually. So... Yeah, good stuff. So looking forward to that. Are you you off anywhere the weekend? Uh, so it's uh, uh, Ros's daughter's birthday. So we're going out for a, a sort of an, an explorer pub. Uh, on Sunday, we're heading over to Croom, uh, yeah. uh, where we're going to go to near the Cheese and Grain. Um, and there's a punk night, which I'm not going to. But on the oh, Saturday yeah, night... Yeah, yeah. And the cheese yeah. and grain, yeah. and uh, um, Roz's got a friend from Birmingham who is uh, goes back a bit to the punk times and still loves his punk like you do. And I dip in and out of it to be honest. So we're going to meet up with him um, outside the cheese and grain in Froome. Uh, talk about punk days, punk gigs. So uh, I'll probably mention your band. What's the name of your band you were in? Oh, uh, uh, nobody's heroes years ago. Yeah, well, I'll see if he's heard of them. Uh, so we're doing that, and then obviously we're meeting up as a Glastonbury, Glastonbury calling team straight after that. Wicked, wicked. Oh well, re- really? Yeah, that's going to be great fun. So uh, really looking forward to that. Okay, um, well, we better say goodbye then. We've we've rattled on a lot, and um, you know, uh, it's... I'll tell you what. I'll say goodbye. You say hello. Yeah, I'll say goodbye. Um, uh, yeah, you say goodbye. And uh, anyway, uh, we're going to finish up with a track by Zanny off of his new album, which comes out on Monday. And uh, this is Whip featuring Scribbles. Cheers, then. Goodbye. Hello. Take me out, take me down Cause I have got nothing, I have got nothing